Welcome to Vibing Consciously, the podcast dedicated to deep discussions about spiritual healing and enlightenment. Hi, everyone. I'm Kat. And I'm Sarah. We're the host of the Vibing Consciously podcast, where we explore the power of conscious living together. In this podcast, we dive deep into the realms of self-love, self-awareness, and self-transformation. We don't just talk about it. We actively live and breathe it, always holding each other accountable as we navigate this journey together. That's right. We're two best friends on our own journey to healing, supporting each other despite our own beliefs and personal experiences. Through honest conversations, introspection, and connecting with our listeners, we uncover valuable insights, tools, and practices that support our constant evolution. By going inward, we unravel the mysteries of our own selves, and we're here to pass everything along that we've learned on our journey. You'll get to witness firsthand what the road to enlightenment looks like from the inside. Join us now as we dive deep into more healing, happiness, and wholeness. Whether you're a seasoned spiritual seeker or just starting on your path, Vibing Consciously is a podcast for you. Get ready to immerse yourself in discussions that will uplift your spirit, expand your consciousness, and inspire you to embrace your own self-love journey. Let's vibe consciously. In this episode, we dive into the realms of intuition with our special guest, Chelsea Quick. Chelsea, a seasoned tarot card reader, intuition coach, and animal intuitive, brings a wealth of insight on how to distinguish between the clamor of our ego voice and the subtle whispers of our intuition. Drawing from her experience, Chelsea underscores the importance of treating intuition as a skill that can be honed through practice and mindfulness. Throughout the episode, Chelsea shares practical tips and guidance to empower our listeners in cultivating a stronger connection with their intuition. She discusses the nuances of tuning into one's inner guidance system and explores the various ways intuition manifests into our lives. Our listeners are treated to a fascinating conversation on the role of intuition in decision-making, relationships, and personal growth. As Chelsea dives into the intricacies of intuitive development, she offers tangible exercises that our listeners can incorporate into their daily lives to bolster their confidence in following their intuition. Whether you're a seasoned practitioner or new to the concept of intuition, this episode provides valuable insights and actionable steps to help you navigate life's journey with greater clarity and trust your inner wisdom. Join us as we embark on a transformative exploration of following your intuition with Chelsea Quick. Now prepare your ears. It's going to be loud. Hey, my spiritual people. Today, we will be talking about flowing with our intuition. And we have a special guest here whose name is Chelsea Quick. She's a medium, intuitive coach, animal intuitive, and she's a master trader card reader. What, what? Woo! bomb as fuck it was you just said trader card reader i have to do it again because <laughs> you are almost what there. did i say you said trader card reader <laughs> i didn't like, even I'm notice reading pokemon cards <laughs> oh man <laughs> terror card terror <laughs> That's like tarot. <laughs> okay, tarot. Tarot. Like, tarot. Like row in a boat. Oh. I'm just going to make you aware of one thing. I saw Sarah hanging from a bridge by a noose with her hands and feet bound from being a witch in a past life. So it explains all of this. Let's BT dubs. 
What, the traitor card reader? Because I really tarot. think she did tarot and a whole lot of witchery in the past. and uh, Well, a girl, like, <sighs> I love that you're in this podcast because you need the people that don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Because, like, you're trying to make it relatable to the average person. You're the average person. So you are the voice for the audience mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. this. You are the voice for the audience. Mm-hmm. So like I love that you don't know as much as Cat knows because Cat is up here, right? Yes. And she's like Harvard level spirituality, you know. And she like tries to like sometimes you try to communicate it, and there is like you, there is a disconnect. She's I like understand. a fucking chemist she's talking, like, and like you're that. just like history teacher. You, okay, like, let me step in here, people. You're and explain like this, this in normal sense. This makes sense. I promise. <laughs> But it's like, you're just like way up here, Neil deGrasse Tyson up here. You just need to work on being a little more relatable. It's bedside manner. But like, that's why, that's why you come in. Y'all balance each other out. By saying terror. (laughs) (laughs) Can we keep all of Traitor? Traitor card? Traitor card? (laughs) Pokemon. (laughs) Wait, so is this our introduction? It's a terror. I would love to keep all of this. Card reader. All right, we're keeping tarot. it. Tarot. Tarot. Tarot card reader. <laughs> She's a master tarot card reader. She's a maniac, maniac tarot card reader. Wow, wow. Hey, look, she's becoming more relatable. <laughs> there you go. Get it, get it, get it. Relatable with the common folk. What's a step down from Harvard? NC State. <laughs> <laughs> Be a little more NC State. <laughs> Meredith College. Uh, Wake Tech. Just go hey, from Harvard to Wake Gilmore Tech. Wasn't Gilmore Girls? Didn't Rory get into Duke over Harvard or something like that? I have to ask my 14-year-old that. She would know. She loves that freaking show. I haven't watched it since I was Who? 14. Aspen. Who? My 14-year-old. No, not her. <laughs> Who? Gilmore Girls. Um, Lorelai and Rory. Oh. You know, shit! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, guys, it's eleven ten. It's eleven ten. I will tell you about Gilmore Girls later. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. We've so, totally got our act together. <laughs> Sorry about that. There's a lot of energy in the room. Okay, so Chelsea is going to talk to us about flowing with intuition. So we're going to bring it down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be fun. Okay. okay, so Chelsea, what Ooh, do you have for us? <laughs> okay, hi everybody. Um, thanks for listening. So I am here. I am an intuition coach. Um, I really love, what I fell in love with about spirituality is that I love the basics of it, to be honest. When I got into it, I got into it about almost four years ago. And it was, this is what COVID did to me. <laughs> like straight, straight up this is what covid did to me i literally needed the world to shut down in order for me to look at spirituality to be honest i was a phlebotomist i drew blood for a living i was all about science i had been raised in a church and it didn't work out for me and i just was like okay that's just not for me but i knew i would always something like I was actively running from it because there was always a huge part of me growing up that was very spiritual and I was in it to win it I didn't want to just like go to heaven I wanted to go to VIP heaven (laughs) like right to the top and I was in it to win it and when I just felt like I it just was like 
like square peg round hole, you know, and it was heartbreaking. And I was so determined not to get back in that situation that I just walked away from spirituality completely mm -hmm. in every capacity, you know, but in that, in the beginning of 2020, I started therapy and I started really like working on myself and I'd been doing therapy before, but like I got back into therapy and was really working on myself. And then the whole freaking world shut down. And honestly, a girl broke my heart and I was like, never again, I will know the future. <laughs> like hell hath no fury, like a woman scorned. I was like, give me them tarot cards, give them to me. You're going to tell me what happens before the person pulls that crap, you know? And like, I got in it because I just wanted love so badly. I just wanted love really, really badly. And it went from who, when am I going to find love? When am I going to find love to girl, love yourself, like self-love. That's what's important. That's the foundation you need to stand on, you know? And it was through those cards that it went from like me trying to manifest a relationship into this beautiful, just self-love journey that I had to go real slow because I just didn't have a lot of faith. And I was like, if I got to approach spirituality, I got to do it like a scientist. I got to approach it with, okay, they say this is going to happen if I do this. I will do this and see what happens. Mm -hmm. You know, like this is, this is what we're testing. We'll see if it works out. And it was really just like deeply following my intuition because I didn't want to listen to anybody else. I'd spent most of my life listening to other people, you know, and then asking if it was true. And like, really, I wanted to birth the truth within myself and live my own truth that I fully believed. You know, I don't have to have all the answers. And you really don't have to have any of the answers because for me, I purposely didn't read the books or listen to the podcast or anything because I was like, I will not be manipulated. I will not be manipulated, you know? Good for you. So I had to like go within because I was like, I'm only going to trust me on this. I am not trusting anybody else I am done with that and no shade to any other religion or anything it just was for my personal journey I have like it's just my personal thing is I need to do this within me you know so I did that by living intuitively flowing intuitively listening to my intuition and that had to be like a whole process for me because I also have an anxiety disorder. So there was a lot of times where I was like, is this my intuition? Is this my inner knowing? Or is this my anxiety trying to trick me, trying to like make it, make me just go in circles basically, you know? And the way I found out how to do that was just practice every single day like you can practice the piano you can practice patience then you can practice your intuition you know you want to recognize the voice can i pause you for just a second i don't want you to go too far because i want to flow it right and i really want to put more emphasis on like you saying that you had an anxiety disorder because there are so many of our listeners that struggle with anxiety. I struggle with anxiety. And one of my biggest things that I noticed that I do too is like my instant like subconscious reaction is self-sabotage. 
Like that's kind of where I've been. And I've come to this new awareness of trying to listen more to my intuition and trying to recognize, is it my intuition or is it this self like subconscious reaction of self-sabotage? Because I started noticing that when I thought it was intuition and I would reach for something, it actually was the subconscious self-sabotage self reaching for the thing that I thought that I needed in that moment. And I had to recognize this is not intuition. This is actually my subconscious program trying to relearn not to do that because I was functioning off of my anxiety instead of my intuition. I mean, that's its job. It's there to protect you. Right. It's there to keep you safe. So it's going to be the loudest voice in your head. Yep. Yep. So I want our listeners to know that. Mm-hmm. Like, I really wanted to emphasize like how you I love that you just said that it will be the loudest voice in your head so you have to like I'm sure you're going to go in more into it on how to listen more to your intuition and not that loud voice in your head and distinguish between the two yeah and feel free to jump in anytime I want this to be a conversation because so yeah that was the biggest thing I had to work on that for a very long time and honestly I don't know if I got this from someone else or if it just hit me, but I was like, okay, little baby choices every day. Do I want waffles or cereal? Waffles or cereal. Like, it's breakfast. Right. It's breakfast. You would never ask anyone's opinion on what should I eat for breakfast. But if you intuitively feel that answer and follow it, You'll get the payoff of, yeah, this is exactly what I wanted to eat. This is exactly what I wanted, right? And if you didn't do follow it, oh, big whoop, it's breakfast. You know what I mean? No, no harm, no foul. You know, this is practice. You're allowed to make mistakes. Um, that's why you practice with little choices, you know? But the more you do it, the more familiar you'll get with that payoff, with that reward. More familiar you'll get with the nudge to move you forward essentially so just I don't know three three choices a day you can do it as much as you want but minimum three choices a day feel the answer and just go with it and see how it plays out because usually when you go in your intuition it's just it's got a little magic to it it's got a little more fun to it you know and then like you get familiar with the voice like when you're Sarah when you call cat cat doesn't answer the phone and go tell me something only Sarah <laughs> you know, prove to me that you're Sarah. You yeah. know, like you know her by her voice because y'all talk all the time. Right. So you recognize each other's voices. It's the same with your inner voice. This is just another friend that you're tapping into. Someone that can help you guide forward. It's you. It's an extension of you. But it is a voice that you need to recognize within you. You know, so please just think of it as your body that's getting you through life. You know, and you gotta, in order to maintain a good friendship, you gotta hang out together. <laughs> you know, right. so. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of us ignore it for so long because we don't even realize that it's there. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Also, another way to like get to know it is me time. Like, seriously, me time. If you have tiny kids and you can only get like five minutes, take the five minutes every day. But make it adjustable. But you need a minimum amount of me time. If you don't have kids, minimum of 30 minutes. Go as long as you want. But I want, like, 
you need to find a space that is yours in your house, in your in your backyard, somewhere you can walk to. Like, don't do it where you need to drive anywhere. Like, you want a safe space to just chill and decompress and relax and just do things you love because that's how you're going to get to know yourself. We have to constantly get to know ourselves because we go through life and it changes us and it changes who we are. It's like, how am I going to recognize this inner voice if I never spend time with myself? You know? Right. Being in your own energy is important. Yeah. And like, the more you hang out with yourself, the more familiar you will get. The more you want to trust it. You know? Because you can be like, when big scary things happen or really, really weird things happen, you can be like, well, my intuition was right about all those other choices all day long. Why would it be wrong about this one thing? Mm-hmm. Yep. And sometimes your life can present you with some funky stuff. Mm-hmm. And you want to listen to your intuition in those times because those are the times that you're like, what is happening? Absolutely. You need to be able to trust yourself. It's the building block of spirituality, mediumship, channeling, all these fantastic things that we can do. We only can do them because we can trust ourselves with our intuition. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? And it's like, that is what will lead you forward. It won't be like some, some group you join. It won't be someone else leading you forward. It's, it's, it's within you. So when you get right down to it, your intuition will never reveal the whole story to you. You're never going to know more than the next step. You're not going to know three steps down the line. You're not going to know five steps down the line. You're only going to know the next thing you have to do. Because following your intuition is a test of faith. If you knew what was going to happen, you wouldn't need to have the faith. And then that defeats the whole purpose of trusting the intuition, you know? So, like, you have, I believe we all have, like, a team of people that are helping us through this life. And we can take advice from them or not. And I feel like your intuition is the most receptive to that good advice, especially if it's your higher self as well. Like, that's your connection to the divine, you know? So you will only know the next step. So I got this from Glennon Doyle in her book, Untamed. It's really good. It's a great book. It's not specifically a spiritual book. It's more about like the lessons she's learned in her life. And she just takes spiritual things and like breaks them down really practical ways, which I appreciated. She had a whole chapter on the intuition called knowing. And she comes up with these steps of knowing your next step. She did also mention sitting by yourself and like practicing getting to know you as well. But the moment of a decision arises, it could bring uncertainty, you know? Number two, breathe, turn inward, sink. And like, this is real easy to say in like one line, but you do need to be regularly practicing that either with little choices or with like your alone time every day. Because you, it'll be hard at first. At first, you're just going to be, like, counting, like, checking off lists and thinking about everything you have to do and, like, all that jazz. But eventually, you will become more comfortable listening and dropping it um, so that when the moment arises, you will more naturally, just out of habit, just drop in and listen. And then feel around for the knowing which is your intuition. So feel it out. Be receptive. 
pull it towards you. And then, like, that's when your nudge comes of whatever the next step is. And then you just got to have the courage to do it. That's the thing. <laughs> that's the hard part. Yeah, and I love this part at the end because she says, For the rest of your life, continue shortening the gap between the knowing and the doing. Yep. Yep, that's the whole thing. Because we... Like, I hear so many people, and even spiritual people, and I'm so surprised, saying, like, I, I'm not that intuitive. You're so intuitive. I don't really get guidance. Hell, I'm even guilty of saying that. And really, we all get guidance. We all get it. We all know it. We know it in our body. It is a natural part of us that we all just know. But the thing is, is, like, we cover it up and stifle it with the well, I can't do that right now. I have that on Thursday. Or I have too many plans this day. I can't do that. Or how am I supposed to do that? I have no knowing of how to do that. Or we always have all of these excuses. We always know what's best for us. It's just taking the next step and actually doing it. But that's when you say, like, baby steps little choices little choices so if I know what is good for me and I know what I need to do what are little baby steps that I can do to get there it doesn't have to be this big thing right now but I will say a lot of us our bodies are so angry at us because we're constantly ignoring these messages that we're getting which is why we spend a lot of time in our head over and over and over again is because we're not actually doing these things and what I've noticed because I am a doer, but there is just a couple of things in my life, like sugar, bring it up every episode where I'm like, Whoa, you will be conquered one of these days. And it, but I have to remember, like, if I look at me now and then me two years ago, oh my God, the difference in my diet, it's like night and day. And I'm still constantly beating myself up about it. Like, I can't let this go. But, like, that's the thing. If I would just let it go and just say, I am perfect the way I am. I'm growing every day. I'm following my intuition. I feel like it releases so much easier. Like, if you just let it be what it is. Yeah, being mad at yourself is the perfect block. Like, believe me, because I have my own struggles that, like, you know, I spent a year being mad at myself about. And all it did was slow me down. Right. That's all it did. You know, the anger burns through your energy and then you got nothing left. So first off, you need to accept yourself as you are with radical self-acceptance first because being angry with yourself, that's the perfect way to just block it because you're going to be already mad at yourself like someone else is mad at you and your body's going to cope like someone else is mad at you. Right. You know, and your intuition is like an instrument. Like, you can't just be like, one time and then you're like all right it's good forever like you have to like get it in tune every single time you go to play with it you know and you got to make sure it's on the right frequency and that you're listening and that nothing's like the the exact tones ringing out it's like i do this stuff every day like it's i mean i try i'm not perfect i'm not perfect i'm not gonna say that but like you the only way you can stay can do it is to stay consistent with it you know, and it, you're not going to do it overnight. Like, sugar is a big thing. Yeah. Sugar is a big thing. That's the, you're like, I just need to let it go. That's, what? What do you mean you just, that is not just easily just like, okay, bye. 
Like, that is a really hard thing that takes a long time, and you need to give yourself grace in the process. Because, like, if I was saying this... I know if I was saying this stuff, you'd be like, Chelsea, stop it. Don't don't be like that to yourself. Love yourself. Like, you know? But, like, we're always harder on ourselves than we are someone else, you know? So, like, you need, like, not you. We all need to just revisit. The, the whole thing is we don't want to trust ourselves. That's because we're, we're running from what we want. And, and it, we're just moving so fast, we can't hear ourselves. A lot of people just don't know how to be still. And, like, here's my tip, okay? I'm ADHD. She's so, not talking about me. No, I'm ADHD. I cannot sit still to save my life. And I was like, how the heck am I supposed to meditate? You know, like, and all this jazz. So here was my trick that I tricked myself into. Um, the, oh, you know about this, Sarah. Legs up on the wall. The easiest mm -hmm. yoga pose ever mm -hmm. in the history of ever. Yes. Also my favorite. Yes. <laughs> Hot, big fan of that one. Okay? And you know the benefits of it. Yep. So, like, um, how it, like, deregulates, like, your blood flow changes. Yep. Yeah. It does all the good things for you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, this is what I did. I laid on the ground. On, well, on the inside of my house. <laughs> Not outside. Inside of my house, I just laid down, or maybe I laid in my bed sometimes, and just put my legs up on the wall for 15 minutes. They do get tingly, so if they get tingly, just walk your legs up and down the wall, but don't put them down for 15 minutes, and then just distract yourself. I listen to YouTube videos for 15 minutes. You don't have to be like, I know I'm going to meditate. Um, like, do whatever you want that helps you decompress. Listen to your favorite music. Um, just watch a Disney movie, love. It doesn't matter. Like, whatever comforts you, that's what you need to focus on because that helps you to drop your defenses and get in that receptive energy. Because, like, we're in this society, they just encourage us to go, 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 do, 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 do. You have to earn your worthiness. You have to earn this, you know? And it's like, no, you are good enough just as you are. You don't have to go and do work in order to receive the guidance. You are already worthy. You just got to be still enough to, like, let your defenses down and listen. Which is not easy, yet again. Not easy. <laughs> no, it's not. And especially for those analytical people, my God. That I mean, listening to my intuition is probably one of my biggest challenges. It really is. Because my, like uh, I was telling Sarah on the last episode, like my body does not trust me. I've abused my body for so long and my body has been in control. And that, my body is the voice inside of my head. It's my subconscious telling me what to do in order to protect me in the ways that it knows. And I'm not in that environment anymore, but my body has still been go, 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 go. And it still is very similar because the stress hormones are the same. So even though my environment has changed, the hormones and the signals that I've been sending my body are all the same as what I was experiencing before. So meditation for me, and I am like the biggest proponent of meditation, and it's changed my life. But it was so hard in the beginning because I would sit there and I would say, oh, I have to do this, that, but and I would get up. I, I used to get up and say, oh, fuck this. I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. 
it took me months, months to be able to sit my ass down and meditate. But then when I did it, because luckily I'm a painter, so I started putting those two together. I started building a connection between meditation and painting because I viewed meditation as closing my eyes, sitting Indian style, you know, whatever. But then I recognized, oh, that's not all meditation is. Meditation is just being alone with yourself and your thoughts and being aware of those thoughts and the feelings in your body. Yeah. So I did baby steps like that. This the, that's how you have to do it because, like, I love that you combined it with painting, too, because I don't think you have, like, you can, like, you were still moving, but you were still within yourself. You know, like my mom says she decompresses by organizing. Right. Me too. Yeah. Like that is not me, but I love that about y'all. And I love as long as it works for you, it doesn't have to look like a certain way. Just let it be your, your way, your way of doing things, because we all have our own way of doing things and they're all good. Right. Yeah. Mine is definitely mindful movement in the hot room. Yeah. And that's a lot of moving. But, but it's, it's like, like you lock your, you go in there, you put your mat down, and then you step on your mat, and it's just you and the mat for the next 60 minutes, and that's it. So that's like... That mat is like your connection with the divine. Yes. It centers you. You don't talk for a whole hour, there's music, and you're doing mindful movement. And that's where I decompress. Yeah. So... Yeah, all of those things are great to have. And you do learn so much about yourself in those moments, too. Oh, yeah. You really do. Yeah, those moments are your best teachers. Yeah. If you can just find any time to just disconnect from moving forward, that counts as a meditation. Like, please put the bar on the ground and step over it and go, whoop, whoop, I did it, I did it, I did it. Like, seriously, stop. Everything else is so hard. Don't make this hard. Yep. Yep. And it, with going back to what I was saying too about the analytical people I branched off, um, I even, even when I'm in deep meditation and I know I am getting clear, clear messages from my team, when I come out of that meditation, I still have days where I'm like, eh, that's not right. I was imagining things. That was all in my head. And a lot of people say that. And, and I'm like, yeah, exactly. It, it was in your head. And it was your imagination. That that is where your creative center is. That's what you're creating your reality out of. And a lot of people always say that. Oh, it's, it, what if it's all in my head? It is all in your head. That's what is creating your world, your consciousness. What is inside of your head, what you're thinking, your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, your way of being, your being, it's in your head. That's your intuition. That's you. That's not like... I don't know. It's just with our society, we've always been taught that, like, this voice is always outside of us. Like, God has to show up in the body in front of us and communicate with his voice that we can hear through our ears audibly in our physical presence. We've been taught that is how we receive our messages. And it is so off. It's so off. Like, God came to Moses, came to Jesus, came to all of these people through their thoughts when they were in times of meditation. Yeah. That's correct. That's when you can, well, in Christianity, it's the same thing. They call your intuition the Holy Spirit. 
it's the same process. Right. It's just we have different names for it. And I'm like, you can call it whatever you want. Like, you can believe whatever it is, and that's totally valid. I don't think anyone's wrong in how they view things. Um, it just as long as you are tapping into that source, whether it's the Holy Ghost, your intuition, or any other way it's identified, that is the voice that is meant to be trusted. Yeah, we were always told in church, don't listen to your intuition, listen to the Holy Ghost. It's the same thing. Oh, I know that now, but I'm just like, that's just so funny how, you know, they put it as this, these are two separate things. Yeah. Don't listen to this one, listen to this one. Yeah. They're mixing up intuition and ego. How do you, well, how do you tell the difference if it's your intuition or... Your ego? The Holy Ghost. Oh. (laughs) I don't know because they're, they're the same thing. Well, they're teaching. They're teaching you. So it's a subconscious program. They're I guess intuition you is the your. They ego. were just doing the right. best yeah. they could with what they had. Right. They were just doing the best they could with what they had, and I. But that is funny. Mm-hmm. Because people get caught up on words. Right. In the definitions of words and meanings, and it's like you can give it whatever word you want. Right. And I really don't think that this ultimate source of energy really gives a shit what we call it. As long as we're connecting with it. They're like, yeah. Yeah. Because that's one thing that gets pushed on me all the time. It's like I talk about instantaneous healings through meditation all the time. And people say, yeah, that happens in church all the time. And I say, well, yeah, it's the same energy. I mean, they may be calling it something different. Yeah. It's the same energy. They're connecting to it. So what does it matter where it happens at? If they're healing and they're having, they're healing. Like, why is it now all of a sudden negative because they're standing inside of a church when we're talking about a different, like, it seems like a different energy when it's not. I mean, like, church is a program. It is something that has been used to manipulate and control our population. But I still wholeheartedly believe that there are people inside of those walls that are wonderful people who are following these spiritual guidelines that we feel like are separate. Yeah, but they're not. It's just they're if they're not. connecting with that source of love and they're handing their life over to it and they're saying, "I'm trusting in a power higher than me that is controlling my life because I have no control." Mm-hmm. Really, we don't. We have free will. Yes, we have no control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I personally, I have no hard feelings for any like organized religion whatsoever at all. It's just not personally for me. But like. Yeah, I love it. My my majority of my family is in an organized religion, and I there are beautiful things that came out of that. And I definitely believe things I learned in that church prepared me for podcasts like this today, and like helped me grow in a lot of ways. Um, so I do believe there is a lot of good that comes from it because the people are good, and I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say everything's like. People are imperfect, so the religions they form are going to be imperfect. And, right. like, that's just how it is. And you just got to love people for who they are because that's what they're doing for you, you know? Like, we, we're like, oh, they don't understand. And it's like, well, that's what they're thinking about you, <laughs> you know? It's right. that you don't understand, you exactly. know? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And there's the, those people in spirituality, too. Like, going back to what you said in the beginning of the episode, I will not be manipulated, like... <laughs> There is that manipulation in spirituality, too. And people yeah. do it totally unaware of what they're doing. There oh, are so absolutely. many people out there. That's why I'm 
like going back to the last episode, why I'm always very conscious about the things that I say. And I always say, this is my truth. Mm -hmm. This is what I believe to be true. And, you know, based on the research that I've done, you can believe whatever you want because all of us are creating our own separate reality. We are all connected into one whole plan, but we're all operating at different frequencies, playing a different role for a different reason. And we have to understand that about all of these people, good, bad, ugly, whatever. They're all playing their role for the ultimate greater good of the raising in consciousness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're all learning how to follow our intuition better now and listen to that inner voice because the veil is lifting and this connection is so much stronger for a lot of us now. Oh, yeah. And it, anybody can do this. I don't, like, there is no, like, special thing that sets anyone aside. The only reason I know how to read tarot cards is because every day I sit down and I practice with them. And it's like the same thing. You could become a like, you could become anything. You could become really great at playing the piano by practicing every day. This is, all of these are just skills. And we don't think of them as skills because, like, we just see people and they're like, oh, they're gifted. And it's like, no, we're all gifted. It's who wants to put the work in? Who wants to put the effort in to really become the best version of themselves? Exactly. Because at the end of the day, you can do whatever you want. You can believe whatever you want as long as it is helping you strive to become a better person and be kinder to people. Amen. And I was thinking it'd be really cool if you closed out the episode with a reading. Oh, for Ooh, the Just seeing what comes. Yes. Yeah. Can we do that? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Now Chelsea's going to do a reading for the collective. Yes. All right. Does the collective need to hear? Ooh. All right, three cards. Okay. Everybody, first off, we pulled the badass card out of the deck. It's not an actual card in the deck. It's a thank you letter from the people who made the deck. But in it, they say you are a badass being full of love, life, and possibilities. Through this deck, may you find a path to your best self. So I've done this, the badass card. And yes. it's very exciting when we pull it because that means the universe is calling everybody a badass. And we are not owning up to it because it came out in reverse. So we are not owning up to how much of a badass we are right now. Because we are all dealing with a whole lot of bullshit. I got four cups reversed. We are so over the bullshit. <laughs> we are so over it. We are like, really, 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 really? And I know a lot has been happening and I know it's been like really hard to like keep fighting for yourself and keep believing in yourself, but they are just hope, like just stick it out a little longer because you're almost there. Like at the end of the day, if you're questioning your path and you know it's your true path, but things on the outside keep getting in the way, like really question, is this here to challenge me or is this here to take me out? And that's really your own choice. I've got High Priestess reversed right next to the Badass card reversed. We are seriously doubting ourselves, people. It is time to stand up. It is time to move forward. It is time to believe that it can actually work out. It is time to believe that, like, yes, there's a storm happening, but we can manifest being within the eye of it and moving within the eye of the storm. Because, yeah, the storm's got to happen. But if you're in the right spot, it's not happening to you. 
you know? And so like, we're all taking some losses right now where you could be losing a friend, you could be losing a job, you could be losing ugh, anything right now, a house, a like everything is changing right now. And it's just going to continue to shift into a total new beginning. And that new beginning is going to be great, but you got to hold on to the belief and stay committed because it's happening. It's really happening and you're amazing. So just remember that because one step at a time, you're going to get there. So it's going to be crazy over the next few months. But as long as you tune into your intuition, you will know the next step of where to go. Chelsea, I wish that you were here when we were recording the episode before this. It is so in alignment with, so you're going to have to listen to the episode before this. Because <laughs> it really was like about me and Sarah saying like it's really dawning on us how much impact we're having in other people's life. And I'm sure it's the same with you because like your clientele is picking up. You're starting to interact with more people. You're starting to teach these classes and being a teacher is like, to me, it's one of the most rewarding jobs, but it's also one of the most intimidating jobs. And it's the same with like being a mom too, because your ultimate thing is being a teacher. You have to teach this little person how to grow up into a self-sufficient adult. And in this community, we know there are big things happening. There are big things happening in the world. And like the four cups reverse, we're over the bullshit. I mean, the whole world seems to be falling apart around us. And us in the spiritual community, it's not affecting us personally because we're staying in this higher vibe. That's why we're here. We're here to coach people because we know the tools to use. We know the steps to take to get this guidance. But so much of the world is still asleep. And like it's intimidating yeah. being a teacher. You don't really know what's going to benefit the collective right now because we are in so deep. Yeah. We're in so deep. And I'm glad I'm definitely going through the changes like everybody else. Yeah. If any other light workers are like, I'm going through changes. That's me. hundred percent. Right. Like on the outside, it all looks good, but that's because like, you just got to keep going, man. Right. You know? So like, just know that even the light workers are going through it. Like we're all shifting. It's just how much are you going to resist the shift? that's the harder it will be. If you flow with your intuition and flow with the changes of life, it will be a little bit easier for you. I'm not going to say it's easy. It's not easy, but it will be easier. Right, right. And the <laughs> loss that you were talking about, to me, that's old self. Oh, that's, I like that. That's the loss that I am suffering from right now, which we've had other loss in our life, but I don't think that it is anything in comparison to the old self. Because right now I feel like a huge shift is happening for a lot of us where we're all losing this sense of old self. And right now we're going into the new moon, so it's like perfect alignment. Because I feel like right now I'm really being shown my unhealthy patterns within my mind, where I'm at in my thoughts and things that could change. Where I thought that these thoughts were good, but if I really dig into them, I'm like, nope, it's just another way to put pressure on myself. It's another way that I'm setting the bar way too high or the expectations aren't nearly what they need to be. And I need to just settle down and be here more in the present moment. Stop having all this worry about the future and just be here now where I am and comfortable with that. And to me, that is a loss of the old self because the old self is so worried about the future. 
and does not flow very well. Mm-hmm. So I'm just learning how to flow more. Yeah, it's a constant practice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you for that reading, Chelsea. She's amazing. Master mm-hmm. tarot card reader. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you for being tarot reader. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm glad I could find a way to fund my addiction. <laughs> yes. To yes. tarot cards. Isn't that the best, though, when your passion just so happens to line up as your career? It's a miracle. Like, honestly, I think every day I found an extension of myself when I found cards. And I feel like every spiritual person has that niche of like, yes, I love spiritualism, but this thing right. is cool. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. I know. It, I love when it lines up like that. And it seems to be lining up like that for all of us. It's beautiful. I love you guys. Love you too. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll end on that. Thank you for joining us again, Chelsea. And we will talk to you guys next time. Thank you for joining us on this journey to self-discovery and healing. We hope the discussions and the practices we've shared have helped you to raise your vibration and find more peace and balance in your life. Don't forget to be kind to yourself, listen to your body, and trust the process. Make sure to visit our website at vibingconsciouslypodcast.com where you'll find links to listen to our newest episodes, subscribe to our newsletter, and find out where you can find us on social media. If you have a topic that you'd like to be featured on Vibing Consciously, or you'd like to be featured as a guest, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Keep up the great work. And remember, if you're feeling, you're healing. Until next time, keep shining your light and spreading your love wherever you go. Namaste.